Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. All your time waiting for that second chance for a break that would make it okay. There's always some reason to feel not good enough, and it's hard at the end of the day. I need some distraction.
to journey into the light spiritual radio for a Thursday afternoon we are live here thanks for joining us uh, this next 30 minutes uh, Rosalind Cotter is my guest and she's going to be uh, talking about her work and uh, always has a great topic each week so sit back and enjoy um, and uh, she is a holistic uh, coach um, and uh, does so much great work and you can find out all of her energy healing work um, and life coaching work at her website which is listed right here on the show page so the link is right here on journey into the light on blog talk radio okay is is right here on there and also the Facebook link um, everything you need to know energy heal uh, uh, Instagram all that right here so Rosalind, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael. How are you? Doing good. Yourself? Fine. Good weather came back here in Florida. Well, great. Great. Enjoy it. I hope it, hope it lasts. Our, our good weather left today. It's back to being cold. Yesterday, it was 65, and today, 35. So. <laughs> Oh, my God. What a variation, really. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. Don't get bored. <laughs> yeah. Really. I have already. Yeah. All okay. right. So the topic today is how to be happy. And what Great does topic. it mean to be happy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I see people around me struggling with their resolutions. I am stopping my social life for six weeks because I have to lose weight. Is social life about eating? Come on, come on, really. (laughs) Okay. I recognize that most of the time people want to go to the restaurant, but for me it's not really so important. Anyway, let's be serious about happiness. What is happiness? It's when you feel good. How do you feel good? When you are in peace with yourself. And what happens when you are in peace with yourself? You look at things without resentment, without uh, frustration, without high expectations. When you are in peace with yourself, you look at the world as it is. When there are things you don't like, keep away from them. And when you cannot keep away from them, because it's your boss, you have to work, etc., etc., you learn how to cope with them so that they don't affect you. I like to repeat this. No one can affect you unless you allow it. So what does this mean? If he's yelling at me, how can you say he does not affect me? It affects you only 
if it resonates with you. So when someone makes me feel uncomfortable, I don't look at the person and say, what's wrong with him? I say, what's going on with me? What does it remind me of? Why am I feeling belittled? Why am I feeling hurt? From where comes my frustration? And when I know it, then I can be detached. And this person cannot any longer affect me. I know it sounds too easy to be true, but I must say that the only way we have to solve our problems is not to change other people, is to change ourselves. So the first thing you need to know is that nobody can make you happy. You make yourself happy and the others can bring more to your happiness. And when you understand it, then you are always happy. If you have what you want, you are happy. If you don't have it, it's okay. I know, I can't imagine what you are thinking. I would like to know what you are really thinking. Um, We have needs. And in my practice, what I discovered, what really makes people miserable is what they think and how they feel about themselves. It's not what the other people think. Problem is when someone thinks he is a bad person, so he will do anything so that other people will tell him he's a person because he cannot find it from inside. But when you know you are a good person, you are not in desperate need of others' approval so that you feel you're okay. There is an approach in psychology which is called, I'm trying to translate it, I'm not sure it's right. It's transactional analysis. Transactional analysis was uh, based totally on relations and how we perceive ourselves and how we perceive others and what kind of games we play to get around uh, what we don't want and still do anything that could attract it. So the person who created this is called Eric Bern. I'm going to go through the whole thing to tell you the conclusion. This is what he says. He says, if you think you are okay, and other people are not okay, so you will be constantly in an arrogant position and contempt of other people, and you will create so many conflicts that you cannot handle. And finally, you will not find what you want, because what you really want is that people like you, accept you, approve of you because we live better in a harmonious environment than when we feel people hostile against us, okay? 
This is, I think everybody can understand that. The second thing is you feel you are not okay and the others are okay. So you keep looking up to other people. Oh my God, I admire her so much. I, he is so fantastic, etc., etc. And when something happens, the first thing you are going to think, if something goes wrong, my God, that's my fault, what did I do? So when you are in this position, you are constantly looking at yourself as not reaching your standards. So you are desperately trying to get the approval of others to quiet and calm this feeling of being incomplete and not enough. The third position, and that's where you can be really happy, is when you think you are okay and other people are okay. Let me illustrate this. For instance, you have an appointment and the person is late and you hate when people are late. So what will happen if you are in the position where you are okay and he is not okay? You are going to start thinking, huh, this person, she cannot be on time ever. She is such a mess. And you are going to get so upset and so angry that when the person arrives, of course you will not welcome her. And of course your appointment will be again a mess. Let's see the other position. So you are a mess. You are not okay. And the person who is coming to meet you is okay. What are you going to think? Well, of course, how could she come? Who am I so that she would come and spend time with me? I was crazy to think that she really likes me. And you will get upset in another way. And when she comes, you will be almost crying already and uh, she will spend her time trying to make it up for you. What happens if you think you are okay and the other person is okay? You will just think, oh, probably this person is caught in traffic. There must be a reason. And you will quietly check your emails or just have a drink, enjoy your time until the person arrives. So you see, just such a small situation shows you that the problem is not what is happening. The problem is how we perceive what is happening. So from my experience, I must say I've been working since 1975, okay? So I don't want to boast, but I've met many, many people in many different countries, in many different situations. And what hurts most is what you think and what you feel about yourself. Because what you think and what you feel about yourself will limit whatever you can do or think of doing and will limit your relationships also. So let me give you another example of a relationship uh, between a woman and her husband. 
the woman was a great person, very smart, beautiful, and uh, with a heart, good heart, wanting to take care of the people she loved. The man was a very nice, outgoing, uh, solution-focused person, friendly, and peaceful because obviously he didn't have any issue with himself. This is a story. They were in perpetual fight, perpetual, on everything they would do at home or outside. Because the issue was whatever the husband would do, she would interpret it as if he is doing this, it means I'm not good enough. And if I'm not good enough, the hell with it. So she took everything he did or he said as questioning her own identity. And of course, after a while, if she would go on like this, of course they would go to a separation. So when we were working together, Instead of being compassionate and saying, oh, my poor lady, you have an awful husband. How can he do this to you? I said, you are a wonderful person, and so is he. You love him, and he loves you. So why don't you step back? and question what you are feeling. The more frustrated we are, the more angry we are, and the more we create the same situation. So I was helping her to focus on the needs of her husband and what he wanted to express. And I was helping her to focus on all the nice things he was doing for her and helping her to change the meaning of what he did. And after two months, she looked at her husband as the most wonderful person on earth and she became attentionate and respectful of him. And of course, she got back the same thing. So you see, our limits is our mind, how we feel, how we perceive ourselves. I know someone who is a great person, his name is Robert Smith, and he keeps saying, perception is projection. Which means that if we see Something, it means we already are having it in our self, in our mind, in our feeling. You can have many people look at the same situation and they will not see the same thing. So it's obviously key to happiness is, like Socrates said, get to know yourself. And the key to happiness is, Clean up the past. 
the past is good for us because we have learned so much. But there are unfortunately things we have learned that we need to unlearn to be happy. And it's everybody's path to find out what makes you happy, what makes you feel good, with what kind of people you are more comfortable. Find your place, create your world, and be free. Because what's happiness? Be in peace with yourself. Know what you really want. And when you really know what you want, you will find a path to get it. And if you don't get exactly what you wanted, maybe we'll get something else that will make you happy as well. And you never thought of it. So happiness is not something you get. It's a path. It's a process with yourself to be satisfied with yourself and focus on all the things that are good in your life, in yourself and in others. And look at life as a gift. You know, I read somewhere that the best way to thank God for our lives is to enjoy our life. And uh, I would like to go on with giving you four principles to follow as leading guidelines to be happy. Uh, These four principles come from Dr. Uzui, the founder of Reiki. So I'm going to try and explain them very quickly. Uh, Dr. Uzui was teaching the art of happiness, maybe, like Buddha, like many other philosophers who teach us how to be, feel good, be good, have a good life. We don't all have the same path. We all have different needs. Some people need more safety. Some people need more excitement. Some people need more growth. Some people need more variety. Uh, We have very different needs. We all have the same, but we don't give them the same importance. So, Dr. Uzui tried to make it very simple, like an ethical thing, you know? So, he, this is his advice. I think many people know about this now, because Reiki is becoming so well known. The first thing is to say, don't worry. So why? Because when you worry, you are anticipating something in the future that will be very bad and something that will maybe never happen. So you are upsetting yourself for something that does not exist yet. And by upsetting yourself, then you maybe will create what you expect and are afraid of. And worrying 
uh, is not a peaceful state of mind. So I heard uh, Christian people say, do what you can and the rest leave it to God. I find it very wise. The second principle of Dr. Uzui is don't get angry. Anger is something that disrupts our energy and if you are an angry person, you attract only anger around you or fear, which is exactly the same thing. It's not harmony, it's not love, it's not... uh, Anger is something that... uh, makes us worse than who we are. So we need to learn how to manage this. Let me give you an example. I had a client and he went to court and because he had violence and the court forced him to do anger management. And when he came to see me, he said, yes, I know it's, it's bad. I should not do this. It's bad. But still, I have the right to be angry because so and so and so and so. Of course I am angry. And after a while, he said, well, I know these things shouldn't be, but I cannot spend my life to be angry all the time. And at the end, he said, Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't want to be angry. It doesn't make sense to be angry. So you see, sometimes you think it's impossible to change because that's who I am. I am an angry person. Oh, I am an anxious person. We have predisposition to be so or so, but we can transform ourselves and transform our flows and make them positive. Let me give you an example. You are an anxious person. So instead of worrying, what you can transform it and be something very methodical. For instance, I have read your show So how do I prepare it? Number one, number two, number three, I make my list. I do all the things I think I should do, and I am peaceful with it. So you can transform anxiety in being methodic and in being a preventive person. You prepare. You don't go to war just doing nothing. The third thing that Dr. Uzui says, he says, be grateful. I know it's on the media everywhere. And law of attraction tells you the more you are grateful, the more you get what you want. So start by being grateful. It's somehow bribing you, (laughs) you know? Being grateful, you, you will get the reward. Okay, so you, of course, observe around you people who keep complaining. They complain, and when there are certain topics where you can always complain, you know. I was in an interview with someone, 
60 seconds? Oh, my God. 90. Okay. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. Okay. So let me make it short. Instead of talking of the goal of our interview, the lady started talking about how terrible it is in America for young people. And if you watch the news, five people were killed in these days, etc., etc. Of course, when you start talking about everything that goes wrong, then you start complaining, then you start to be indignant, and then, of course, you have people who say, oh, my God, she's such a good person. This is not the way. Be grateful means focus on all the things that work well. I will take your example, Michael. If you would say, I cannot help all the homeless of the world, and look how this didn't work and this didn't work, you would sit down and do nothing. But if you focus on all the people you could have, you would have, or you have helped, you can be very proud and motivated to go on. Focus on what works, not what doesn't work. And be happy with what you have, not what you don't have. And the last and the most important thing is be kind to yourself and be kind to others. I think Jesus said exactly the same thing. He said, love the others as you love yourself. So, but we forgot that you love yourself. And when we forget that you love yourself, we cannot love others. How can you love others when you don't know how it is to love yourself? You treat others the way you treat yourself. If you are judgmental and critical and uh, blaming and uh, all these things toward yourself, you will okay, do it with right. others. Okay, okay, write it down. Let's wrap it up. Conclusion, you are happy if you want to. Happiness is a choice. And I am done. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. Great show as always. We'll see you next week. Probably. Bye. Bye. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Always sweet. Uh, we are out of time. If we had another another show after this, we would have had to have been gone a minute ago. Uh, all right. She's gone. Everybody's gone. So we'll see you guys. In- With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.